0: hello there everybody welcome back to blind awards race apologies for the late episode i wanted a chance to see amsterdam first and uh plans kept falling through to check it out and i can understand why because uh it flopped and nobody really had that much interest in this movie it ended up being kind of a dud uh so i'm going to talk about that as well as bones and all um the new film from luca guadagnino which i got to see a little early at the new york film festival a lot of fun um well, let's start with Amsterdam, because uh, this looked like an awards hopeful. You've got uh, David O. Russell, you know, pretty talented director who directed uh, The Fighter, Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, all Oscar-nominated films. But what we saw here was, uh, oh, and then he also did Joy, which was kind of his most recent one prior to Amsterdam, which I did not like, but I liked those other three movies just fine. Although I did notice a dip in quality each time you made a film. Uh, with the exception of Civil Alliance playbook, I actually thought that was very good. After The Fighter. I thought The Fighter and Sub were great. American Hustle was a little mixed on. Didn't actually win any Oscars, but was nominated for like 12 or something. And then now we... Uh, and then Joy, which uh, was nominated for, I believe, Best Actress uh, for Jennifer Lawrence. But I think that's it. And now we have Amsterdam. And uh, now this movie is a true story <clears throat> of sorts. And it stars Christian Bale... John David Washington, Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro. There's a ton of people in this movie. Taylor Swift, which is a little random, but Taylor Swift, Zoe Zaldana, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, just the list goes on. Michael Shannon, Mike Myers. Fantastic star-studded cast. And they are all in a complete dud. Um, now, I didn't hate this movie. I really didn't. I thought it was pretty good, actually. I actually... Well, you know, pretty good is a little, a little high, but... um, I didn't think it was as bad as the reviews. I think this thing has like a 30% or something on Rotten Tomatoes, which I've stopped kind of listening to those. And it's got, the audience score is also like pretty low, though. So I think that does tell you what we've got here is a very messy movie. Um, and it is. Uh, I thought Christian Bale was fantastic, though. I really do like Christian Bale in this movie. Um, John David Washington, I feel like he wasn't given enough to do. I feel like he's just kind of standing around with Christian Bale a lot of the time and Margot Robbie who are both playing just larger than life characters and they really have these like very electric personalities, uh, specifically Margot Robbie and Christian Bale. But John David Washington just is kind of in the middle of that for a lot of it. And he, I mean, I, he's a great actor and I love him, but, um, he just is kind of there to be there in the movie. Unfortunately, I didn't think he was given enough to do. And I think he should have been a bigger, hotter player in this movie. But that being said, uh, the people that come in and out of the movie make a good impression, I suppose. Um, Rami Malik's pretty good. Mike Myers is actually pretty funny. Uh, Michael Shannon's pretty good as well. Um, everybody does a great job when they come in in the movie. And John David Washington does good work in this movie. But I just thought he should have done... They should have given him more to do. Um, but, yeah uh this came out made about six million dollars and it was a complete financial disaster it's projected to lose about a hundred million dollars and uh it's not looking like it's going to pay off in the awards race as either i think this is totally dropped off the face of the earth when it comes to awards recognition and that's unfortunate but i mean when you see the kind of mess that this movie was poised to be in you kind of understand why because david l russell is under a lot of a lot of heat right now for uh you know, being kind of a dick on set. Uh, a lot of reports were coming out about Amy Adams. Uh, he was apparently very abusive towards her on the set of American Hustle. And uh, whether you believe that or not, I don't I don't know. I'm not here to comment on that. But um, I think where there's smoke, there's fire a lot of the time. And I think uh, something probably did go down. And he does, I, from what I've heard from a lot of these, like, kind of interviews and things like that, he is just kind of a dick. Um it's a lot like the Brian Singer situation, except, you know, Brian Singer was up to a lot more, but Brian Singer was also just an asshole on set. Um so David L. Russell I think has effectively killed his career at this point. Um I think Joy kinda did it, but then they gave him another shot with Amsterdam for whatever reason, and I think this just doubled down on him not being a viable talent in Hollywood anymore. Um, but I mean it's a shame because well it's not a shame, but you know, if if he's an asshole he's you know, He's an asshole, but I thought he made some pretty good films. Um, And to see this movie just become a victim of that is is unfortunate because I thought like the story was interesting. The performances were pretty good, um, but it didn't totally come together. It is kind of messy. It does kind of go all over the place and um, it's got a weird tone thing to it as well. And it's like rated R, but it doesn't need to be rated R, which was very strange. Um, But I don't know. It was fine. It was okay but yeah no definitely no oscars for this movie so this is totally out of the awards race as far as i'm concerned another movie that's probably not going to be in the awards race but i'm going to talk about it anyway because it's good god damn it is luca guadagnino's uh, bones and all uh got to see this with my girlfriend at the new york film festival really a fun time i was very nervous to bring my girlfriend to this movie because it's about cannibals and i didn't really know much about how graphic it is and uh It ended up working out just fine because it's it's not too graphic. So if anybody wants to go see this movie and you're very squeamish or afraid of gore and stuff, it's not too crazy. Um, Because I've been hearing this is a blend of like Call Me By Your Name and Suspiria, Luca Guadagnino's recent films. But I think he just blends those tones more so than the content of the graphic stuff. Because Suspiria is absolutely fucked and this movie's not. So that's good. Uh, I mean, it is fucked in a way, but it, well, I, without spoilers, I'll, I'll get into it. Um, so yeah, it stars. Uh, it stars. Oh no, what's her name? Taylor Russell stars Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet, and Mark Rylance in a very great supporting role. If this movie gets nominated for anything, it will be Mark Rylance as Sully in uh, supporting actor because he is just fucking creepy in this movie. And he's a weirdo, and uh, there's a lot of like really dark comedy that comes from him as well, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Taylor Russell, she's a uh, cannibal. She's an eater, which is what this movie calls cannibals. And you're kind- some people are just born this way. Uh, some people are born with a desire to eat human flesh. So that's good. And Chalamet is also an eater, and Mark Rylance is also an eater. And this movie just kind of follows these two characters, uh, Taylor Russell and Timothy Chalamet, as they go across country for a lot of the runtime. Um, not a lot of stuff is happening. There's, there's a, a, a bit of, you know, dramatic bursts in the movie, but for the most part, Taylor Russell is abandoned by her father, and she is searching for her mother, who is kind of presumed dead, but who knows? Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, this is an interesting one because, uh, you know, there's a lot of Oscar potential for this, but I think given the genre of horror and gore, this is probably just going to totally be shut out, which is unfortunate because it's a really, really, really good movie. And I think you guys should check it out. I mean, it comes out for Thanksgiving, which is pretty funny. But um, definitely give this, a, give this a watch at some point. Um, I don't know if it's as good as Call Me By Your Name. Uh, I think Call Me By Your Name is a different... But although I do think it's, inter- it's interesting, and not a lot of people are talking about this. Luca Guadagnino and Timothy Chalamet both worked on Call Me By Your Name. Who else was in Call Me By Your Name? army fucking hammer and army hammer there's been a lot of uh, cannibalism scandal stuff going on with him and what is this movie about from those two talents that worked with army hammer it's about cannibalism i'm not trying to stir up any controversy or conspiracy here but um it's kind of interesting so nobody's really talking about that let's start talking about that a little more because i think it's fucking weird But it is also based off of a book, so we'll see. But I just think it's funny how things like that happen sometimes. Maybe they were trying to say something about Army Hammer. Who knows? But this is a very nice movie, um, surprisingly, given the subject matter. But it is like a very sweet movie about these two people kind of falling in love and being on the outskirts of society and and sort of looking in it seems like they can't really live a normal life they're kind of fleeing every state they go to uh whenever there's sort of an incident going on and um I don't know I thought it was really kind of sweet (laughs) and I liked it and I thought it was good but but um yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of... Uh, the, the, it's a little slowly paced, much like Call Me By Your Name is. It's a lot of, oh, let's hang out and just drive around and and go eat this person. And, you know, it's a lot of that for most of the movie, but I still thought it was really effective, and I thought it really kind of... I thought the gritty, grimy aesthetic and atmosphere and vibe of this movie fit the characters so well. Um, you know, they they're, they're constantly... I think they have their... I don't not to I'm not going to spoil it. But um there's a there's a couple of really weird scenes here, but I just thought everything kind of came together so wonderfully in the sort of color of it and everything just looks very like kind of dull and every like every every the production design is, is is I mean probably very minimalist, but it's they picked all like this gross like the walls are fucking peeling and everything just looks so lived in and shitty And it's like, this is what these people have to do. Because this is the only place where they can go. And, you know, I just thought there was something very powerful there and very sad there. Because they didn't ask for this. You know, and it is very sad. And there's a fantastic scene with Timothy Chalamet. You've seen it in the trailers a little bit where they're kind of in that field. That is the best scene in the movie. um, By far. Chalamet just is so good in that scene. If he were to be nominated for an Oscar, which I don't think he will, but if he were to be nominated for like Best Actor or something for this, and there isn't even an argument where he could potentially be nominated for Best Supporting, because he's, like, in it a lot, but this is definitely Taylor Russell's film. Um, But Chalamet has, like, his Oscar moment in this movie, and it's so good, and it's just, like, it it nearly brought me to tears. I was like, God damn, this is a movie about fucking cannibalism, and I'm over here, you know, trying to look strong. But it's it's a, you know, it's a powerful movie. Um, and it's, it's surprisingly more deep than you would think, given, you know, it's about cannibals. And you expect it's just going to be like, let's just eat people and it's all gross and fucked up. Um, especially, you know, coming out after Dahmer and stuff like that. With, with You know, that was very, very interesting how these two things just kind of came out at the same time. Um, but Dahmer's been accused of, like, kind of sensa- sensationalizing that whole very real tragic, horrible thing that Do- Jeffrey Dahmer did um and this movie kind of goes the opposite direction to be like no this is a very bad thing but these people are just like this and Dahmer kind of also explored that but this one they they try to get around it's I mean it's still very like a fucked up thing that they do but there are definitely like a couple of loopholes here and there where they're able to follow it particularly with the Mark Ryland's character right in the kind of early on in the film um but I just thought this was super interesting, and it's not going to be for everybody. People are going to see this. I, I I saw the smile in this trailer played, and my mom was like, that looks fucking stupid. Um, and yeah, I can see people being turned off by it, because it is kind of a weird premise, and it's not going to be for everybody. Uh, so go into that knowing that. But if you like kind of art house like, weird movies that are a little horrific at times, I think you will really dig this. Um, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, And then being kind of pretty high up in one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I highly recommend it, even if it doesn't get the Oscar love. That is also what this show is for. I look at the movies that look like they're going to be kind of awards packages, you know, like something like Amsterdam, Christian Bale coming out in, in, in October, you know, hot Oscar season, David O. Russell, who has directed Oscar winning films in the past, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Robert De Niro, All these people are in this movie. It looks like an Oscar package. And then you watch it, and it's not. And you're like, what the fuck happened? That's another reason why this show is so much fun to make. And bones and all, a November and a Thanksgiving uh, release with an early film festival push. Why is this probably not going to get in? Well, it's because of the subject matter. It's because of the content in the movie. It's because it's a graphic cannibalism movie. And they might not want to award that. But... We'll see what happens. I mean, if it ends up being a weak year, maybe Bones and All slips in more. Maybe it connects to a mainstream audience and it becomes a box office sensation and people just can't ignore it and the ratings are too high. It's possible. All of these things have happened in the past and we'll see it happen again, I'm sure, with a couple of films this this uh, award season. But with that being said, uh, that does it for this week on uh, Blind Awards Race. Two very different films, um, but... Two movies that I would say you should watch. I don't think you need to go to the theater to see Amsterdam. And I don't necessarily think you need to go to the theater to see Bones and All either. I don't think it's like a theater movie. But I definitely think there is something just very special about Bones and All that I I, I would like to revisit it. And um, if you can get up to the theater to check it out amidst all the November spectacle, I would. Um, I thought it was very good. And uh, I highly recommend it. But uh, Amsterdam, watch it at home. It's not bad. Not bad just definitely lower your expectations to the floor, and then you'll have a good time with it. But yeah, guys, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Hope you guys are having a great week and month, and I hope you guys have fun for Halloween. I know it's coming up in a couple weeks here, and I'll probably do a couple more episodes leading up to that, but uh, for now, that about does it. Next week, we'll see what I'm going to talk about, because nothing is hitting theaters except for limited-release films. Tar and Triangle of Sadness, two films that I really want to watch and that I was trying to watch last week uh, are not out yet Uh, around me, I should say, but they're in limited releases in like four to 10 theaters across the country. So I don't know when I'm going to see those, but uh, I'll try to pull something together for next week for you guys. But yeah, sorry about the delay again for this episode. I was considering just doing it without seeing Amsterdam because I knew it wasn't going to be nominated for anything, but I wanted to see it. I wanted to give it it's due, you know, so I did see it. Um, and here we are, but, um, yeah, guys, let me know any comments that you guys may have. Uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I don't know if they have ratings on Spotify, but if they do, be sure to leave one. And uh, yeah, you guys can find me on YouTube, uh, Mayhem Pictures. My Instagram is at Jakey Lemon. And I usually make some guest appearances on Galaxy of Film, another podcast in this space. You can find me there pretty regularly as well. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, as always, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Bye.